Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Monica J. Cortez podcast, where we talk all things health, happiness, hope, and coffee. Of course, you know, we got to talk about the coffee. So today I would like to talk to you about grief. Now, don't don't think anything bad. It's not this isn't bad. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. And I'm going to just share with you today a little piece, a little puzzle piece, part of my own personal story with grief. I actually wrote a a chapter the other day and it just flowed right out of my spirit. It was, you know, intimate, detailed description of a portion of my life that I endured grief. And I wrote down everything that pertained to me in that moment and in that time. So I'm going to read that to you today. It was, I've received so much feedback from what was written, how it's blessed so many people. So I decided today I'm actually going to read it out loud to you on this podcast. And this way, you know, it's not scripted. This wasn't something that I, you know, it's not scripted. I wrote it as it came out. And I believe that if you're listening to this, that it's going to be a blessing for you, whether you've endured grief, perhaps you're enduring grief right now at this moment, or maybe you know someone who's going through this right now, or someone who's been through this and they have not moved forward from whatever triggered that grief in the first place. So I'm going to go ahead and get started and I'm going to read exactly what I wrote. I would love to hear back from you and I'd love to know, you know, did this bless you? Was this information helpful to you in any way, shape or form? And I'll go ahead and get started. Okay. This was written two days ago and today is June 3rd of 2022. And it begins like this. This chapter is called grief. The upside is this. It doesn't have to stay. I wish I knew that eight years ago. Eight years ago this week, I endured the unimaginable loss of a loved one. A husband, a lover, then a friend. A reconciled friendship that had previously ended in divorce 10 years prior One day, I just knew something was wrong. My spirit was screaming at me, and I didn't understand why. I didn't know the Holy Spirit at that time, but I followed. We had only been reconciled for a short period of time that day. I went to go look for him. I was awake for over 24 hours that day. Between the search, HPD arriving to notify relatives who didn't even know I existed in his world anymore. I'll fast forward to the days ahead, the days that were gripped with grief, the days I couldn't drive, couldn't sleep, couldn't breathe. I could feel my heart wanting to jump out of my chest. I get it. It can be so extremely uncomfortable when a loved one is going through grief. You don't know what to do. You don't know what to say. I fortunately 
had a wonderful bunch of new friends that swarmed me and comforted me through the process. Apparently, they knew very well about me. And to my surprise, they knew all the good things. They were the ones that were his friends, his support system. And while they should have been the ones I was consoling, God used them to love on me, check on me, and some to this day still do. I'm sharing this part of my testimony now because, well, it's evident the amount of grief that has struck so many of us in the recent years. Some, although believers, still don't know how to process. It is okay to grieve. It is, however, it's not meant to stay. It can be healthy. It can be most definitely necessary. But again, it doesn't have to stay. I saw a woman a few weeks ago and instantly when I saw her, I saw grief. I walked right up to this stranger, wrapped my arms around her and immediately began to quote scripture. I couldn't let go. I held her tightly as I prayed in my heavenly language until she fell to her knees and I fell right with her. It wasn't time to let go. She was reminded that day what the scriptures say. She was reminded that day that she was not alone, that God loves her and that he has a great and wonderful plan for her life. Plans to prosper and to be in good health even as her soul prospers. Her mourning turned into joy that day. I remember those days of grief I lived in. I was alone many times, much of the time actually. And one day while sobbing in my garage apartment kitchen table, I felt what I could only describe as angel wings being wrapped around me. I didn't flinch. I didn't question. I just knew I was being comforted and hugged and I was able to lay my head down on the shoulder that I couldn't see. When thou passes through the waters, I will be with thee and through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. That is from the book of Isaiah 43 verse two in the King James version. It might be you that's going through grief this very moment. It might be someone you know, or hey, it might even be a stranger. I could give you a list of things not to say, but that's not the purpose of me writing this. You don't have to be helpless and you can show you care by simply showing up. It might be a little too unbearable for you to do that. So try this. Flowers, yes, always help. Pre-made meals, but that doesn't mean they're going to eat. A journal, pen, card of condolences, a hug. I wonder now what would have been different had I had a group of brothers and sisters in Christ. Would they have walked with me through that season of life? Would that season have been a little easier? Would they have read the word to me? Pray with me? You can ask me today if I would respond the same way now and I would say absolutely not. But that's not the case for everyone. Grief can come not only by means of death, but also divorce, loss of a job, so many other ways. And the upside is it doesn't have to stay. To everything, there is a season 
and a time to every purpose under the heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to get and a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to cast away. A time to rend and a time to sow. A time to keep silence and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time of war and a time of peace. What profit hath he that worketh in that wherein he laboreth? Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 9, King James Version. The Lord was greatly with me during that time, and I knew it, but I didn't know the word of God. I knew grief, and I knew I wanted out of this world. I was sad, then I was mad, then I was sad again. Please... I urge you, don't grieve alone. Allow others to love you. Allow the Lord and his word to comfort you. To be continued. Monica J. Cortez, Houston, Texas. So there you have it. That is my chapter called Grief. And I actually began immediately after I I wrote it. I began the illustration the book cover it was it was not me it was just it was so beautiful because i i did not do that and and do it in my own so i'm very thankful i'm very thankful that although i did not know the word of god during that time i didn't even have a relationship with the lord he still loved on me he still comforted me and i know he'll do the same for you I believe that this has blessed you. Again, if you would share with me how this has blessed you, maybe today or in the future, I'd love to hear back from you. Know that you're not alone. Jesus loves you. He has a wonderful plan for your life. God bless you. And until next time, see you soon.